Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I am outraged. Jor? Oh! Oh, no! It's, it's late February how- and it's snowing in Minnesota? I want to see the manager. Well, I have a complaint. It's not snowing outside my window. Well, it's not snowing outside my window in Minneapolis yet. So if it doesn't happen outside your window, it, it's not real. It, it's not real. It's fake it's news. It's not real. Okay. No, for sure. It is going to be snowing. It is. Uh, we're planning. Paul, we know it's coming. I mean, it's February in Minnesota, right? That's that's us. That's what we do. That's who we are. It snows. Well, yeah. Yeah. By the time we get to March, March storms are different. It snows a few inches. It melts within a couple of days. February, you know, it's it's still pretty tough. And we've, since the holidays, since Hanukkah, since Christmas, it has been consistently cold. We've had a few mild blips, yeah. a few brief mm-hmm. thaws. But, man, January, five and a half degrees colder than average. So far, February, about five degrees colder than average. So we're due for a break. I see a break mm-hmm. starting next week. But this week is going to look and feel more like January. And you and I have talked about this, where Americans are obsessed with inches. How many inches in my yard, Paul? Please be precise. (laughs) That's hard Um, to do. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. So do you want to give us an update all over the metro? Because that's what we're concerned about tomorrow. That's what we're, uh, I mean, you want to? It's plowable. I I think back to my college professor, Dr. John Kerr, in 1978. He said, you can't predict snow down to the inch. Don't even try. You're setting yourself up for heartache and, and failure. And he said there are three different categories. Nuisance, you know, no big deal. Today mm-hmm. wasn't even mm-hmm. nuisance. Um, there's no. plowable, as the word implies, enough to shovel and plow. And then there's crippling, where everything shuts down. He said, just do that. And maybe mention a range of inches, but know that most storms fall in, into those three buckets. So it's going to be plowable tomorrow. Uh, I'm still thinking four to eight. Not as much as we saw back on December 10th. We had close to a foot over two days. It won't be that much here on the metro. If you're heading north, up by 94, uh, 94 St. Cloud, I think we'll get about 10 inches later tonight and tomorrow. And Brainerd could wind up with 15, close to 20 in a few spots up around Mm. Lake Mille Lacs and Brainerd. So, you know, a significant storm there. Here in the Metro, 4 to 8, normally wouldn't be that big a deal. But because it's going to be 10 degrees tomorrow, uh, MnDOT won't be able to melt the snow. And I think the freeways will be a mess. That's, I mean, predicting travel conditions even tougher than predicting how many inches of snow. But 
I think tomorrow's going to be a tough day on the highways, even though yeah. it's only yeah. four and days. That's, and that's where we get in the weeds also. Like even on my driveway, there was so much melting yesterday because it was so nice out uh, that it melted, but it didn't really have time to evaporate or run off totally. So there are parts of the driveway that have become, you know, especially at the bottom that have become a little bit like a, um, a nice skating rink. Right. Yeah. So that's what we worry about. I feel your pain. This, this week is going to okay. be cold. I mean, mostly mm-hmm. teens for highs. The normal high is 30. I know you don't want to hear mm-hmm. that. But that's where we should be. And we mm-hmm. will be there by be the nice. end of next week. And I think fairly consistently 20s, 30s, even a few 40s. So I know it's it's getting old. People are weary. Okay. I get that. It's okay. We'll get through this. It's not going to be the we end will. of the world. But tomorrow, it, you know, if you can work from home, if you have that option, tomorrow might be a good day to work from home if you can pull that off. Did you do anything celebratory? Um to mark President's Day today? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't say no? I did. Didn't do anything no. to celebrate your favorite president? You no, know, I feel Chomping guilty. down any cherry trees or I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to Nothing. think. I've, I've been reading up on Lincoln. Lincoln is still my my favorite. I mean, he's, he saved the country, right? During a civil war, our only civil war, he kept the country together. And it, it was ugly, uh, but he, he pulled it off. You know, the Emancipation Proclamation, he recognized that all people are, in fact, created equal. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know how you don't put Abraham Lincoln at the top of the list. Of course, it's mm-hmm. it's subjective. There were a lot of good presidents, but um, he was in a different league in my book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't know these people. Presidents are always human. There are always either flaws or dark sides or mistakes. No president has ever been perfect. No president has ever done the right thing all the time. But I think when you're looking at somebody like Lincoln, when you have a morality at a higher level than maybe the rest of the country was at, then that was a a good thing. And our country is better for it. So I think if you are better for us being your, you being our president, I think uh, you, you rank high on the list. Absolutely. So we're going to talk more about that. Yes. Um, Our good friend and historian and author Ken Davis has given us in the past. He has given us lessons on President's Day. We will share with us. We will share with you. Excuse me. All of the not. Well, some of the knowledge, not all of it. There's no way we could do that in just a three hour show. uh, The knowledge that Ken Davis, author and historian, um, has shared with us about this President's Day. That's next. Paul and Jordana and DJ, who's pretty happy about the snow. Are you happy, DJ? You should be. This is going to be perfect snow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We already have uh, uh, some snowmen we're going to build tomorrow and probably go skiing tomorrow night. Yes, yes, this will set us up for a great week. I'm happy you're happy. Yeah, well, I think most of Minnesota is happy. It's just those, you know, buzzkills that, uh, you know, ruin it for the rest of us. The snow haters? Yeah, the snow haters, yeah. Well, you can't please all the people all the time. Did Abraham Lincoln it, And it's hard that? to hate snow and live in Minnesota. Like, well, we need to get over ourselves because here we are, so we got to embrace. It's not earthquakes. It's not volcanoes. No hurricanes. It's frozen water, folks. Uh, I guess what I was thinking today, reading the headlines about President Putin uh, possibly giving the order to invade Ukraine, and some of the mm-hmm. Pentagon say the invasion has already begun, and we're going to get to that in the next hour and keep you up to date with what's happening. He shares a title, President, 
with American presidents, but I think the difference could not be any more stark. And something Dan Rather wrote this morning, I get a, a newsletter update via email every day. He said something that struck me. He said, our founding fathers were clear that they were creating in the presidency a citizen who was not above the law, certainly not a king, let alone a god. They could have never imagined how powerful the nation they created would become, and thus the powers that would lie with the person leading it. The Founding Fathers were wary of concentrated power, and they would have never abided by the idea that presidents should be above reproach, re-examination, and even scorn. Cults of personality are the antithesis of what they hope to create. Ultimately, he goes on to say, the American presidency is what we allow it to be. It's an extension of us, the nation at large, and it should reflect us in all our wonderful diversity, encouraged by our better angels. I think we still have some better angels left, Mm -hmm. but I thought that was beautiful on the money, at least as far as I'm concerned. I think that's really beautiful, and thank you for sharing it. Uh, We spoke with Ken Davis. Ken is the author of the Don't Know Much series. He's the author of his most recent book, Strongman. He is an historian and just a wealth of knowledge. And we'd love to check in with him when we have holidays like this to find out what we're missing, what we don't know, what we should know. So Ken started chatting with us by correcting us about what President's Day actually is. Today is not President's Day. Today is George Washington's birthday. And I know it's on all the banks, it's on all the calendars, it's, on, it's probably on your date book, but it is still officially George Washington's birthday. Lincoln's birthday was never a national holiday in this country. George Washington's birthday was one of the oldest federal holidays. When they started making Monday holidays, three-day weekends, in 1968 Mm -hmm. under something called the Uniform Holiday Act, they moved George Washington's birthday from the traditional date of February 22nd to the third Monday in February, where it is today. This means, of course, it can never actually fall on George Washington's birthday, which always would come later than the third Monday. But it's still officially and technically and otherwise Congress or the president has never changed the name of this holiday. It is still George Washington's birthday. And a lot of people assumed, oh, they merged Lincoln's birthday, which is February 12th, of course. We marked that last week with Washington's birthday. But that's not the case. Lincoln's birthday was actually never a federal holiday. Right. Uh, it's a state holiday in many states. I don't know about yours, but in New York, when I was growing up, we always got Lincoln's birthday off, and then we got Washington's birthday off a few weeks later. But then they changed it in 1968. It went into effect in 1971. And almost from the beginning, people started to call it President's Day, whether they put an apostrophe in it or not. But it's technically still George Washington's birthday, honoring the first president, the father of our country. And, um, of course, Washington, like a lot of American legends, heroes, patriots, founding fathers, has, you know, come in for a little bit of a, you know, revision of late. Nobody's talking about taking down the Washington Memorial, but we, we have different views of him now than we did certainly 200 years ago or 100 years ago. Because nobody's perfect. Nobody's yep. ever perfect. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's flawed. And f- yeah. For those that were wondering, Washington and 
and Lincoln's birthday are state holidays in Minnesota, but they're both celebrated uh, like the first Monday in in February. So hmm. they're kind of rolled together. So I don't know if that. I guess you know he said some some states. Uh, celebrate Lincoln's birthday. I guess we sort of celebrate it. I'm using my radio air quotes because it's rolled in with Washington's birthday. Got it. Got it. That's sort of celebratory. Okay. There you go. Uh, we also talked to Ken about, speaking of George Washington, if that story, not that he was there, but he is a historian, if the story about the cherry tree, remember, you know, I cannot tell a lie, chopped down the cherry tree, is actually true. That was a story that was created by a man named Parson Weems, who said he was the rector at Mount Vernon, Washington's plantation. That was not true. There's no record of such an event happening in Washington's life. Parson Weems made this story up to tell the children. It was a reader, actually, a, a, a turn of a 19th century reader for children, uh, couching Washington's life in these morality tales. Washington re- rarely spoke about his father. One recollection is that uh, his, his father died when Washington was 11 years old. And he said, I remember he was a tall, kindly man, and that's about all he ever said about him. Washington's mother was a much more significant impact and influence on his life. Um, Very early in his life, he wanted to actually join the British Navy, and she put her foot down and wouldn't permit it. So how history would have changed if um, George Washington got his way and his mother... Um, hadn't said, no, you can't join the Navy. But that's how it, how it worked out. The other piece of that, the wooden teeth, that's also um, in the realm of myth. He did have many sets of dentures uh, made from a variety of things, but none of them hmm. from wood. The dentures were usually made from uh, bone, uh, animal bone, tusk, ivory. Uh, there is an account, and I talk about it in my book, In the Shadow of Liberty, of Washington buying teeth from enslaved people to be used in his dentures. There's no record they were actually used, but that's what the purpose, he purchased teeth from enslaved people to put into his dentures. Whether they would actually happen, we don't have that record. But um, Washington's last set of dentures is still uh, able to be seen at uh, Mount Vernon, uh, the plantation. Um, They look really uncomfortable. I did not know that. Good grief. Oof. Oof. So, wait, Paul, how did that work? He purchased teeth from enslaved people. So he paid them to then go and get their teeth pulled? I I don't Um, know, Jor. I don't know. I have no idea. Were they were they people that had passed on and and the families? I, at least he purchased them. He didn't steal them from enslaved people. But I I feel like I need a little more clarification. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's news to me. I I did What's not know going that. On? I did not know that. But teeth. again, we lose sight of of what happened 160, 170 years ago. You could still legally own another human being, mm-hmm. and. Wealthy uh, landowners in the South wanted to continue. It was a good business mm-hmm. model for them. Sure. It made them rich. And Abraham Lincoln realized, hey, it's morally repugnant, and it's not sustainable, and it has to stop. And uh, when the South talked about seceding and started to secede, uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, put his foot down, and uh, the Civil War was fought over primarily the right to own slaves, to own another human being. Ken Davis uh, was asked by you, Jure, whether or not 
President Lincoln was originally an abolitionist. It's a little more nuanced and complicated than that. I want to be very, very clear. I believe that Abraham Lincoln still is our greatest president, but his views on slavery are a little bit more complicated than Lincoln freed the slaves and he wanted to abolish slavery. He was not an abolitionist in the sense that he recognized that slavery was constitutional, was legal, it had existed in all 13 states from the beginning of the country, and he opposed it with every fiber of his body, morally and legally and otherwise, but he knew that it was legal. It was protected by the Constitution, and he hoped it would change someday, but his approach to emancipation as opposed to abolition was gradual, compensated emancipation. In other words, uh, enabling the owners of slaves to sell off the enslaved people and get money in return. Lincoln even proposed, as late as 1862, federal bonds, government bonds that would be used to purchase the enslaved people. And he thought it could last until 1900. That surprises a lot of people. So he wasn't somebody who wanted to end slavery as he came into office. But we also have to recognize that his views changed greatly while he was in office. When the, the Civil War begins, he says, this is not a war to end slavery. If I could end this war by freeing all the slaves, I would. If I could end it by freeing no slaves, I would. His point was to preserve the Union. As time went by, he came to see and understand that the two things were inseparable. And so in 1863, January of 1863, he announces the Emancipation Proclamation. It's really a military maneuver. And it frees practically very few people because it only applies to the states that are in rebellion. Remember, there are four states that are still in the Union that allowed slavery. So technically, those enslaved people remained enslaved because they were still in the Union. So, but this was an enormous psychological, political, social turning point, the words Emancipation Proclamation. A few months later, of course, he makes the Gettysburg Address, and it's clear then that Lincoln knows that this is a war to bring about what Thomas Jefferson said in 1776, all men are created equal, and he knew that this was a war that was ultimately going to end slavery. He supported and, and very much advocated for passage of the 13th Amendment. Of course, that did not happen until after his death, but the 13th Amendment is what finally ends legal slavery in America after the Civil War is over. Wow. I did not know any of that. I, I thought when he came into office, uh, he wanted to abolish oh. slavery, but he, again, his views mm -hmm. evolved, and you're allowed to evolve mm -hmm. your views as you, you get are. more information. Mm -hmm. So was, was Abraham Lincoln woke? He was ahead of his time. I, I guess he got there, right? Because that's a good thing, to be awakened and to see things yeah. a little more clearly or a little more fairly. It's I don't call thing. that woke. I call that just being a, a good human being. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's out mm -hmm. of favor, but uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, great stuff. And I know, Jory, you asked one more question about Abraham Lincoln. Is it true that Lincoln had a plan to pay slaveholders $400 per slave and ship the freed slaves back to Africa? 
This was a, a, a very popular uh, uh, moderate proposal at the time. Uh, a, a great many men, going back to Madison and Monroe, who also knew that slavery sh- had to end eventually in America. This was their solution to the, pro- the question of slavery, not to just emancipate, but to pay the owners, free these people, and then return them to Afra. Africa. And of course, this, the nation of Liberia was founded as a colony for emancipated African-American slaves. Of course, the people who were enslaved had no say in this matter. They weren't consulted. Many of them, of course, had been born in America for, and had been in America for generations. They had no connection to Africa. So this was a, a solution that uh, really went, was not going to ever go anywhere. Um, four million people in 1860 were not going to willingly return to Africa. They were Americans and eventually would fight in the Union Army uh, by the hundreds of thousands to end slavery. Fascinating. Wow. Really. That's an interesting plan. And you're right. You're born here. You're an American. That is what the 16th Amendment says. I believe it's 15th or 16th. No, 14th or 15th. One of those. I have to double check. It's one of those. I think... I think the 14th is that if you lead an insurrection, that 14. you can't oh. hold office again. I, I believe. I thought that was the 14th. Oh, boy, you're on a different get, tangent now. I get them. No, I get them confused, all my amendments. <laughs> I should have a little flashcard. I usually write them, you know, magic marker on my palm. But <laughs> I have a copy of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights uh, downstairs in my in my mudroom. And people always say to me, well, do the kids, did it all sink in? I said, you know what? If we keep it up there and they look at it every day when they're putting on their sneakers, some of it's going to sink in. It is a constant reminder that we do live in the greatest country in the world and we should understand where our knowledge base came from. We should understand why these decisions were made. But we should also understand that the men who created them were flawed. Uh, and I say men because it was only men at the time. Um, and, and sure, they had some nice ideals. Some did not have some nice ideals. You know, democracy is an experiment and it is ever evolving um, and it is tenuous and delicate. And we have to remember that it was started with good, mostly good intention. And, and like you said, when you know better, you do better. You can change your mind and things evolve and times change. And democracy should be like the elastic clause. Uh, and we should be able to grow with it. Absolutely. Thank you, Jor. Good stuff. You got it. Hey, when we get back, there was a lot of good news that we don't often get to highlight. So I have a quick wrap up of a couple of the really positive things that happened last week. That is next on CCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There's some good news that goes underreported, underrepresented. You know, Laura Oaks has a great good news podcast that airs mm-hmm. ev- or show that airs every Sunday morning here on WCCO Radio. But you can also find her podcast, uh, Laura's Good News, on the Odyssey app. You can look for that. And it inspires me to look for more of those good, positive stories. And on a Monday... When you have off today, hopefully you have off today, dear listener. But um, there are lots of fun things or positive things happening out there that we should highlight. For example, this one, Paul, do you like this? In Belgium, they have approved a four-day week and have given employees the right to ignore their bosses after work. Can you imagine? Really? Can I, you imagine? I, I've heard you can do that in France. Yeah. That you can get in yeah. trouble. It's illegal to do work on the weekends. Uh, which is why Paris will never become Silicon Valley, and and maybe it's just as well, right? But that's interesting to me. Wow. It's true. They can choose a four-day work week, okay? Uh, The package agreed by the country's multi-party coalition government will give the right to workers to turn off devices. So if you completely turn off, shut off everything, ignore work-related messages after hours, there is no fear of reprisal. Workers in the gig economy will also receive stronger legal protections under the new rules, while full-time employees will be able to work flexible schedules on demand. That's happening in Belgium. So when customer complaints come in, can they also? Uh, just, I guess you just ignore Can you just ignore it. those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. um, I mean, I don't, I, you know, th- this is a good question. I imagine, though, if you have a service or a company that is provides 24-hour service or whatever it is, you just schedule people for those hours. Those are their work hours, you right. know, like some work 9 to 5, some work 5 to 10, you know, that kind of thing. So, but after hours, whenever those after parts are, you are allowed to ignore the emails and the texts. Wow. Good for your mental That's health. It. Done. Yeah. Done and done. Um, Here's another one. I am fascinated by the idea of universal basic income. That is a base income. It's basically like, you know, Medicare or excuse me, um, like Social Security, like how we have in this country. It's a safety net. Right. It's a safety net. It is. Okay. Um, so, and, and this has been, Andrew Yang sort of talked about this when he was running for president. And this is not a new idea. It's been around for at least a decade or two, but no one's fully implemented universal basic income, which basically is a stipend for people so they don't fall below the poverty line. So they have some level of security. Well, get this. In Wales, a new guaranteed income program focuses on 18-year-olds aging out of the country's foster care system. So there's kids that are in the system. They're going to get payments of more than $2,000 a month for two years. It is set to be the highest amount offered for an income pilot anywhere in the world. Every care lever, care lever in Wales will be eligible for the amount of uh, it's $2,180 okay, per month for two years, beginning after their 18th birthday. It starts during the next financial year. Care organizations believe the effort will significantly support recipients due to a daunting time when they start life on their own. Um, and if successful, Scotland possibly is looking at it as well. So I'm fascinated by this and also very grateful that other countries are willing to maybe try it 
and see how it goes because I love, I love, I, I want to see the results to see if it works. Is it possible to spend two thousand dollars a month on beer? I, I guess it is. <laughs> that, well, they have to pay, pay rent too. These are kids that no longer yeah, are I, in I, foster care. They're, you know, they've been in the foster care system the, the, their whole life, and now they're on their own. But this is a safety net. So. Yeah. Again, no one knows what's going to happen until these programs actually get implemented. And I'm fascinated by universal basic income, but I want to know, do they do they spend it on beer? What do they spend it on? Are they using it for rent? Are they also getting a job and using this as childcare or vacation money? Or are they using it to go to school? All of now that the, there's a, a program in place, we get to study all of that. And you have to try new things to see what will work. So I am I can't wait to hear the results of this one. Very cool. All right. Hey, let, me, let me squeeze in one more. One more before we go. Okay. A key Maryland in Maryland, a House committee has approved a pair of bills that will put marijuana legislation on the referendum to set it up for legalization. It's going to ask voters to approve the amendment to the state's constitution to legalize cannabis use and profession by adults at least 21 years old. So Maryland's next. Is it referendum or referendum? Re- it's referendum. Why? Who says refer? Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. Sorry. It took me a minute. DJ took me a minute. DJ, are you I'm stoned? on delay. Are you high? <laughs> I'm on delay, but that's really good. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> See, I had too much good news. Spain is banning yeah. the use of selling pets and pet stores. There, there are positive things out there. So thank yeah. you for allowing me to bring a little sunshine. And I'm... Can I excuse myself for this next segment? I, I see it on the Uh-oh. show sheet. I don't even I don't even want to say oh. those words together. The frozen penis segment? I it just it, I, Let me say that again. The frozen penis segment. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not funny. It's frozen it's not penises. News. It's it's funny and it's news. Every guy grimacing right now. But uh, I guess that's coming that's up me. and and you can drive that story, Jordana. Okay? Frozen penises. Next. Not touching that one. <laughs> la 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 la, ma 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 la la. So you may cringe a little, but yeah, you think sometimes we don't understand how hard these Olympic Olympians are working. Now, I was a little underwhelmed by the Olympics, not by the fact of their feats of athleticism. That is amazing to me. When I see these snowboarders on the half pipe, when I, yeah. I when I see the ice dancing and, and the ice skating, I mean, these are amazing feats of athleticism. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we don't fully understand what they go through, Paul. I'll give you an example. Cross-country skier Remy Lindholm said he suffered a little bit of a frozen penis on Saturday. Did, did you watch the cross-country skiing, Paul? Did you watch uh, it? I think I watched some of it, and that thought did not cross my mind. Uh, well, you don't think about that, because why no. would that? There's technology. There's they, they make, hey, get a North Face. Get, get, get one a, of those little uh, hand warmers that hand you warmer. use when you go Just skiing. Just stuff a hand warmer what are you doing? there. What, do you have to, really? what are you doing? So yeah. he says he had to battle through. He had to bat. Lindholm's dilemma was prolonged in the extreme cold and wind. And by the way, he finished 28th. In the 50-kilometer race, it, the race had to get shortened to 30 kilometers due to the weather. He trailed the Russian by 4 minutes and 23 seconds. And he said, and, and maybe you can share a little, shed a little light on this, um, he added a heat pack to his groin, but he said that made the pain unbearable. Oh. So, poor guy. Did he get frostbite? Uh, David's nodding. Uh, David, yeah, are you, are you familiar like with it. the situation? Yeah. Well, no, I just, if, if 
things are numb and then you put a heat pack, then that just makes that the pain bad? more um, present. That this this takes shrinkage to a whole new level, though. I'm. Uh, it's oh my! I, I it made me think. I oh, really have a lot of empathy for guy. what these kids are going through. Right? That's a. That, mm. I don't think you can train for that. You should win a medal. <laughs> You can't trade for that one. I'm no. so sorry. <laughs> the you, news George. is next on CCO. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.